0: i drink your milkshake you are listening to the billionaire podcast network what a fellowship what a joy divine leaning on the everlasting arms What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, Leaning on the everlasting arms. Leaning on Jesus, Leaning on Jesus, Safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning on Jesus, Leaning on Jesus, Leaning on on the everlasting arms. Leaning on Jesus, leaning on Jesus, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning on Jesus, leaning on Jesus, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms i have blessed peace with my lord so near leaning on the everlasting arms leaning, leaning on jesus leaning on jesus safe and secure from all alarms leaning, leaning on jesus leaning on jesus leaning on the everlasting arms
1: Bl- blessed be praise be to the most high welcome everyone uh take 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 your seats uh be be seated my flock welcome to uh the blessed billionaire boys backyard bible bonanza with uh your your shepherds pa- uh, pastor Jamie Hey. And, and me, Pastor Dalton. Uh h- how you doing, brother?
2: Dude, good, brother. Good to good to see you. It's been a long week. We keep talking like we're going to record on Sundays and then uh our days get get Yeah. Away from me.
1: Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to line this up. I I don't blame you because we I know last week we were talking about maybe doing something for the Patreon and uh you 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 told me like I just don't have the time to do another one. Well, which is fair, like yeah,
2: and especially considering I know how much like this one's been, you know, or how often we have to readjust for this one. So yeah, I would hate to like get started on something and then later on be like, oh dude, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, we got to stop this.
1: Yeah, no, I get you. To me, it was like I totally, I totally get. I get where he's coming from, and then it was just a stark reminder of like how little I have going on right now. Where I was like, I could, I could fit in, I could fit in a few more. (laughs) I could do something.
2: (laughs) yeah but yeah but you're doing what you gotta do i mean that's a whole different thing and i yeah. actually commend it. i commend it and uh because i was reading i was like oh man beowulf beowulf's <laughs> about to be sick
1: beowulf is sick i you know because it, it is a poem it's it's a i forget what it's it's like alliterative something it's like an alliterative poem so hmm, i hmm. i don't know how that works uh I should, well, i'm I
2: a, i'm a i'm a l- little so
1: okay yeah <laughs> Uh, you know alliteration where the the first yeah. letter of two words is the same or whatever i don't know what it means when they say it's like an alliterative poem uh mm. but it does it does have its own like uh rhythm and pentam pen- pentameter is that the word um <laughs> shoot
2: it's beyond me
1: so i i just i just decided like cuz i i try to uh, i try to upload this solo show i do once a week i try to have something in the can for that Mm-hmm. and i i missed the week prior and i was like well you know what could i do this week and i just decided to just start reading beowulf out loud and so i got i got through like half of it and it was like as i was reading it because I haven't, I haven't read it in years but the 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 weird thing is as i was reading it i could like kind of feel the rhythm of it like as a mm. poem i was like oh this is flowing nice this is these are good words good sentences
2: yeah um you start rapping
1: yeah yeah i was spitting bars dude They <laughs> wolf got bars
2: you throw a beat down like hey hold on hold on let me <laughs> uh but
1: yeah i it, it does kind of go along with what we've been talking about because like i was reading it and um the main antagonist in the story grendel uh in in the uh, story does make reference that grendel is a descendant of kane
2: mm, yeah, interesting, interesting yeah interesting hmm little little murderous blood <laughs> in the uh old genetics
1: yeah it's good man i mean if you if you have your if you have time read it yourself or watch the uh not the not the robert zemeckis movie from 07 that that movie's pretty bad but you can watch it if you want but
2: there's another the, the animated one that yeah, yeah
1: back when zemeckis was all into that Somebody on Twitter was just talking about that, like how um around that time there was like this, this trend of photorealistic computer animation. Hmm. And I didn't even realize this, but so- somebody corrected him and said, No, that was literally just Robert Zemeckis doing that.
0: Like no, he it was just him.
1: Yeah, it was just him getting into that and making like Beowulf and Polar Express mm-hmm. and those like uncanny CG mm-hmm. movies at that time. Yeah. Um that movie's not that good but there's another movie I think it's just, I think it's called Beowulf and Grendel and I want to say Gerard Butler plays Beowulf in it.
2: Oh, I was, right. well, how that, old is that?
1: Man, I got to look it up. I I remember that's, it being good. I re- cool. I remember. Really? Yeah, I remember enjoying it. It's it's a live action movie. It says here 2005.
2: Okay, uh, that's that's not terrible. Is, is it if you do you remember if it goes along with the the like the the story pretty accurately, or does it take some uh liberties?
1: I saw it before I read the the story, but I think it's yeah, I think it's the story um oh, this is a good cast Gerard butler is Beowulf and Stallone skarsgard is rothgar they got a star they got a scar in there they're everywhere mm. these days those scar scars
2: yeah <laughs> well it's it's funny because uh um. Yeah, because I don't like like I, I would probably like it if it sticks with the story of it like pretty accurately. Because I hate whenever it's like the, people do these movies of like old literature and they're just like are like what that's not even in the the book. I, you know, it drives me nuts.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, because the story itself is like it's like the first story. It was it's it's like the template for most storytelling. So I I don't know what they hmm. would change because it's a, it's a
2: pretty simple story. You know when they just add yeah. stupid crap? Like, did you ever see Russell Crowe's Noah?
1: Yo, we're about to get into that. I know we're about I, to get into Noah, bro. But, yo, I like that movie,
2: dude. I, but I, I see, I hated how many liberties they took with just adding crap into the story. I'm like, all right, what? Is, he, he, it's almost like he was just a fucking a superhero. Oh, shooting, oh, oh sorry, father, forgive, father, forgive, forgive
1: Jamie it. for his sorry, trans- right. sins and transgressions. Amen. Th-
2: thank you for your blood, Lord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like. I didn't like all the liberties they took with it. I'm like, all right, you're not even doing the, it's not even, this isn't even Noah's Ark anymore. This is something completely different. So call it something else. Yeah. You know? Well, you know who directed that? Uh, who Nolan?
1: The Noah, Noah movie with Russell Crowe. That was, uh, I, I couldn't believe it.
2: Not Christopher Nolan.
1: No, it was Darren Aronofsky.
2: Oh, Darren. I don't know That's right.
1: Remember, <laughs> you know, you, you know, he made pie. And Requiem for a dream.
2: And, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah sorry, just, I thought you were talking you about the guy made... that said uh, Oakjaw, not that guy.
1: No, that's 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 Bong Joon Ho, I think. Right.
2: Uh, sure. <laughs> I thought it was someone else completely.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who made Oakjaw. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Darren, anyway. Darren Aronofsky did Noah, and which is it, like a strange choice by the studio because his movies
2: are. I didn't like it, Darren. <laughs> His movie Jamie, Jamie, Jamie said he didn't like your take on Noah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um I think that it is always like a risky thing for anybody I, to I, like, well, take off like, a Bible story.
1: What I like, I like that movie cuz it um turn it like kind of makes this it tur- makes the story like a fantasy epic like it it is presented as like this big like almost like Lord of the Rings type of story. I thought it was cool
2: yeah yeah, it was definitely cool if it was something completely different than Noah <laughs> but sure that's it's fine it, it could have been an an action movie they should have brought in more characters at that point I don't know
1: <laughs> I mean we'll yeah we'll we'll get into more of it because there there are some verses that would I could there's verses in this chapter that I could see where he was getting some of his ideas
2: it is for that. Intru- I mean I mean it's a crazy this this besides the creation of man in all of the, everything we know in six days this might be the craziest story yet yeah um you know, of the of the bible so far
1: yeah it's it's good um and we'll, we'll more more on that in a minute but we gotta we gotta finish because i gotta tell you
2: oh yeah we gotta talk about sales
1: yeah we will i didn't want i didn't want to leave that thread dangling because yeah, we, yes. we were supposed to finish that conversation well, no, I was, st- cause I, I work in sales and I, are you still, you're still, you're a professional comedian. Uh, and there, sure, but when I'm not
2: a professional comedian, <laughs> I, uh, wait tables and bartend. Yeah.
1: Well, all, all those things go hand in hand. Like I, you know, Louis, Louis J. Gomez of, of gas digital fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this, this is the, the network we're on. This is the billionaire podcast network. ching bing, 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 did, did he fill her up? a subsidiary of corn Fed industries, but he, uh, I was kind of inspired by him cause he, he's the proprietor of gas digital network. But I, I remember he was telling me uh, a couple of years ago that, and he, he said this publicly many times before, cause he, he, his background is in sales that co- comedy it, is kind of in the same spirit as sales that you're trying to like win people over and get them interested in what, what you have to mm. say, And Mm -hmm. you are like effectively a type of salesman. Um, You know, it's one way to look at it. I I know there's probably other people who would look at it as an art form, Uh, but I don't know if he would consider himself an artist. Mm -hmm. I don't know
2: um more of a market trader
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i mean like the intersection of art and commerce it is like if, you, if you're if you gonna deign to be uh an artist you do have to have some sales in you because i mean how many people do we know who want to create things but are so like bashful and almost embarrassed about actually trying to sell it
2: you know sure. well i mean I, well, I do agree that the artist to make good art he has to compel and I think that's like the compelling aspect is also similar in a salesman.
1: Yeah, that's why that's why I love I love the world of like fine art for that reason. Like when when you see these ridiculous pieces that go for millions and millions of dollars, it's like mm-hmm. the the art there is not the actual work itself. It's the fact it's the fact that some guy made this like whatever this is and convinced everyone that this is worth tens of millions of dollars to me yeah. that's the art and granted that i mean there are pieces that a lot of people don't understand that i see the value in for sure like mark Rothko gets his name gets tossed around in in those conversations about like
0: good, why
1: is this valuable i don't get it <laughs> but what i mean what he does is pretty incredible even though it's like very it looks very simple it's really really good but then there's other guys who are just like true con artists, like Jeff Koons, who, uh, I you you probably have no idea who I'm talking
2: about. No, no, I don't know who Jeff Koons is.
1: Uh, well, Roth Rothko does these like, um, I forget what they're called. It's like color theory or whatever. But it's just these very simple like color palettes, like these right colored rectangles on a canvas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll be just these very minimal, like primal, just just like colors. Uh, as as like squares and rectangles or whatever and they they look very almost like childlike like very primitive but they they're actually there's actually like a lot that goes into him he, he was like creating new colors out of like hmm. egg yolks and concrete mix or wh- whatever hmm. he was doing but then there's, there's another guy named jeff coons who i don't even know if he makes the things that he calls his like art pieces like he does these like stainless steel uh balloon animals like it'll look like a balloon animal it's like a poodle Mm -hmm. but it's made out of like stainless steel and it's painted like blue or whatever and they'll go for like millions of dollars and he didn't even make it he might have come up with the idea and then had like a team of his workers make it
2: right right
1: and he's just a through and through con artist and to to me
2: that's more like the, modern art like a elitist modern art kind of
1: yeah yeah where it's it, it is just like an obvious scam you know where it's like this might actually just be money laundering or at the very yeah, least this, yeah what this is, is this yeah at the very least this is just a scam uh but that's the art to me is just like being that interesting and compelling that you can sell hmm. uh nonsense to people in that way and that, that's sort of what a comedian does as well uh but In terms of uh, on the lower rungs, uh, server and salesman, which is our respective uh, day jobs. um, It is like, you know, like as a server, you do have to be genial and, Mm -hmm. uh, you you know, placate your table. So they'll leave you a big tip. So you are kind of fulfilling the role of a salesman in that way. And then if you're doing sales like I am, you, you have to yeah you definitely have to have the gift of gab and be kind of a smooth talker and and like win them over because like
2: Hmm. like i don't yeah yeah go ahead
1: well no i was just gonna like i don't do cold calls like at least what i do everything's inbound so people are calling me Mm -hmm. but whatever they're calling for i i you know i definitely am going to help them with but my real job is during that conversation to convince them to also buy a bunch of other stuff.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's the difficulty and that's the skill set, And that's why it is like stressful. Cause these jobs are like, if you just sell what they're asking for, you'll get fired. You absolutely like every single call has, is a mission to upsell and get them to buy a bunch of stuff that they didn't even want.
2: Yeah, yeah, which is that's and that's the grimy part, you know, of 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 stuff. But I think that's where you feel like maybe it's more con artisty because it's like, do you even believe yourself that like you're giving them a good deal? Because I think that's the really the difference between the artist and the salesman because they're both they're both equal because they're risky, right? Like, there's a huge risk for an artist to be vulnerable or for anybody even to choose to have art on your wall. It's like it, it, you risk being mocked. Everybody's gonna snicker at the dogs. Can't play underwater. poker. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> stupid. You know. That same thing with your your comedy, right? That's a huge risk when you get up there. You're risking it. You're selling it to them, but you believe that the product is at least good. You believe it's good art. So that's why you're yeah. Doing it first, and you're
1: place. not even by the like as a comedian like for the first uh, I don't know de- two decades maybe for some people you're not even trying to make money you're literally just trying to get people to enjoy what you have to say yes
2: you just want them to like your stuff comedy is such a
1: uh-huh. high risk high reward because if if it if it goes well you you can like succeed in ways that most people wouldn't like can't even dream of
2: yeah it, and if it, it is magical
1: if it goes bad you're homeless <laughs> <laughs> your wife leaves you she takes the kids and you're living in, a, in like a hotel for a few weeks before you're just homeless
2: <laughs> yes or you or you know yeah and hopefully the, the dream is that you die in the hotel
1: somebody was telling me i don't i don't know how true this is like i i haven't like looked into this but somebody was telling me that tim Dillon at one point like literally lost everything that he had Bought this house he couldn't afford for like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and Damn. it got four, it got like foreclosed on. And he was he was just like completely tits up. And now he, I think he owns like four different mansions in different states. Yeah. Like he's so wealthy now.
2: That's crazy. And he's yeah, well, a like, con, he's him, a con but man. It came back.
1: He's a great con man. He's a, he's a, he's a talented comedian, but I mean, he's a through and through con man.
2: Well, that's the thing. If it's, if you can do like both, I guess at the same time, cause like that, again, oh yeah. To, to, to wrap up my thought though, on the, the difference between salesmen and comedians, right? Like salesmen don't always believe in their product. They have to do it cause it's a job, right? Like, but you're also risking like the artists because if they go on your recommendation, you know you risk being looking stupid if the product's bad you know so if like if i recommend a wine or a a, a dish that they don't like they're no they know i'm trying to get a bigger tip that's why i'm recommending that get something a little extra but if it sucks they're going to be mad at me so i have to also recommend a good product and you too you got to recommend like good packages when people sometimes are like dude i'm not trying to I'm trying to buy, a pa- Is like package even good? And You're like, I don't know. I just want the commission. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's that's well. That's the stuff. other
1: thing is like with all of these things, like whether it's comedy or sales or serving, it's like the base pay is so bad that <laughs> yeah, you're like, so you're you're, you're, <laughs> you're like you are motivated because it's like, yo, if I don't sell anything, I I'm getting paid so far below the poverty line yes. that like
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> That is that's exactly I've, what it I've is. had
1: I've had meetings I, I, in my job where there's 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 supposed to be pep talks from like upper level guys who've been there like 20, 25 years, which I have never been able to wrap my head around at any job like who would do this for 20 years. Yeah. Um, uh, but where where they're trying to like inspire us, like you gotta get out there and sell and get your commission. And they tell us because your base pay is below the poverty line. And I'm like, <laughs> dude,
0: <laughs> wait.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Same with servers. Servers, we get you get two dollars and thirteen cents an hour.
0: Oh, yeah. So it's, it's like crazy. if you
2: if you if you made zero tips, you we don't you don't usually get a paycheck as a server because all of those it just gets sucked out with taxes because of all the yeah. you know, like credit card tips they get counted. So you never see a paycheck. So literally, if you never got tipped as a waiter, you would never make any money.
1: Yeah. Well, I think at that point. I, it probably rarely happens, but like at that point, the the restaurant does have to pay you at least minimum wage.
2: Yeah, people just didn't tip anymore, which is crazy. Well,
1: but... did you did you see what Matt and Trey did, uh, the South Park guys?
2: Oh yeah, they tried to pay them all.
1: Yeah, they bought like Casa Bonita was going out of business, so they bought it and like renovated it, and then I like I guess like kept everyone on staff that was working there. And eliminated tipping and they're just paying everyone base pay thirty dollars an hour.
2: And they're unhappy, right?
1: No, I think I think everybody's stoked. I think they're oh, like, really? Oh, really? I thought yeah. they were
2: see, I heard something they were pissed.
1: I I don't know.
2: 30 an hour is pretty nice. I mean. It
1: ain't bad. It's it's like stable because I know that with tipping you do stand to make more money than that depending on how nice the restaurant is.
2: But usually that's a good average, though. I mean serving a long time, that's a really good average yeah but Like per week if you're because i usually average it on a week basis you know like how much am i making you know for the amount of hours i worked in the week and usually yeah if you can average 30 that's pretty solid dude
1: i've been like i've been racking my brain Like, it's so crazy the disparity in like what people get paid for different jobs uh because like certain you know serving it, it's all over the place like i i know places that make you Wear a button-down shirt and slacks and nice leather shoes. You probably are yeah. making bank, but even like in the workforce, you know people talk all the time about like teachers and cops not making a lot of money, and they don't make a lot. They make I think like the starting salary for an NYPD officer is like somewhere around like fifty fifty-five thousand dollars a year. And yeah, it's pretty low. It is like, why would anyone take that job? That's my question. Is like. You you would make more money do, doing like there's so many other things you could do, yeah. To eke out a living, and, yeah. and I I just don't I don't yeah. understand. I, I I just can't wrap my head around it, and it's yeah, it's teaching,
2: crazy teaching for me. That's that's one I think I don't I don't I can't grasp how anybody would want to be a teacher. So you really got to want to teach.
1: Yeah, I, can't, I don't understand
2: how you'd want to do it.
1: It's we it's weird what what's actually valued in this country. Uh or globally even, because it's like, I, you know, now with the way the internet is, so many people can just, um, I guess, like brute force their way into media careers. Mm-hmm. And there's like so much money to be made in that, that if you're like bold enough to just, you know, just gain the algorithm and try and figure out something that gets people to pay attention to you. Yeah. You could just navigate around all these terrible jobs.
2: Yeah, like you could, you could just be crazy.
1: Yeah, just be like, I don't need, I don't need the Casabonita money. I don't like all this. Is like I'm making bank,
2: (laughs) doing doing (laughs) like
1: yeah, it's like I'm making bank doing Twitch streams. Like, dude, I and we'll 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 get into the Bible here in a minute, but I I've watched, I I recently just found out about like what kind of money is being tossed around on Twitch. And so I've watched some stuff from like Kai Sanat, who's one of the big ones. He, he's like, he's 22 and he's like a multi multi-millionaire. He's, he's crazy rich. So I watched some stuff from him and I, I like truly felt like I was getting stupider. I was like, this is mind numbingly terrible and worthless. There's like, this guy is doing Nothing. Of value in this and just thousands of people tune in and he's like, he's on he's streaming 12 13 14 hours at a stretch do, do either playing video games or just sitting in a room with Nicki Minaj or like whatever he's doing and I just like can't he I can't even wrap my head around what this is and I'm like well I mean like if he can do this then w- what's stopping most people from doing anything you know what I mean like this is crazy
2: yeah yeah i mean i don't know i guess time will tell a lot of money has always you know it's like it's always scary i think to like know how much money people have
1: yeah it's 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 just a weird it's a interesting thing to think about because it's like i don't know is it mindset is it personality temperament like what is it because like there's people out there who are making like insane money who, who seem like they are like developmentally challenged. Like yeah, doing maybe, what they do. yeah, maybe
2: that's maybe that's helping. Maybe being maybe being sane is uh not good for money making.
1: Yeah. Did you see did you see that thing where like George Santos who is not developmentally challenged but he he said he on Cameo he's pulling in like $80,000 a day. Nice. <laughs> doing Cameo. Good for him yeah oh i love him he's he's amazing that's great yeah
2: yeah i wish people paid me to do cameos like that i just sit at home all day doing cameos like oh we're right well you you
1: have to be a corrupt congressman who gets yeah. fired
2: <laughs> That's am sure you gotta do that yeah that's crazy To want to go into politics that's crazy to me oh yeah but well
1: he he's power and money, I mean, I guess. he's incredible he's like He's a true con man, like he's on the run from like the Brazilian government or something, and just lied his way into Congress, like nobody checked his resume like every <laughs> to come to find out like everything he had said about himself was a complete lie, and when he got exposed for all this like corruption or whatever, he got fired and and now he's just rolling with it now he he knows that he's this like over-the-top big gay joker type villain and so hmm. he's just like i'll just play this up and i think he's making more money now than he was as a politician <laughs>
2: yeah. that's crazy wow good uh, for him
1: what, what a country dude we're back we're <laughs> what, i mean we're, what a country. dude i mean we're, we're back to like early 20th century times and in, in terms of like what's uh the possibilities for um you know con artists and yeah. Uh, snake oil salesman now where it's like you could just like if if you if you speak to enough people and and just have a, a bit of a silver tongue you can weasel your way into a nice life nowadays and i don't think yeah, that you, existed yeah. prior to social media
2: no you can make a fake life i mean the people that are conning people like those uh like the tinder swindler or whatever that guy is oh you know, yeah that that was crazy he was just conning these ladies out of all this money
1: yeah you see the sit sy- the system wants to grind this out of you they want you they send you to a what's effectively a prison for 12 years school and they beat the the like social mores and, and what is expected of you as an adult they just beat that into you and they crush any childlike whimsy and playfulness you might have hmm. uh and then and then you go to college. And now you're just saddled in debt and and then you have to go get a job. And that's, you know, that's, that's where all the, the spark, the flame within you is finally snuffed out. And it's, it's those people who can rediscover the, the, the sort of like childlike uh, aspect of themselves. That's, that's willing to just have a good time, play, lie. Yeah. To, to pretend, um, that's you know mm. that that's that's sort of what I'm talking about, you know that's that's what yeah, we see yeah. in George Santos a pretender
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: pretending, yeah, oh man
1: um but any but but we we're men of God uh we don't we don't lie, we don't cheat, we don't steal at least yeah,
2: at least we don't try early <laughs> not we not try.
1: anymore for me I mean when i when I went crazy, I certainly did all of those things to other people and myself. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, just, just looking at all these different accounts when I came out of it and be like, well, mm. this is a problem. Uh, but I'm better now. And that's, you know, that's why I had to rediscover the good book. Uh, which is, which is what brings us here today, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah. And you know, and, uh, it, it was really no different. Our time and Noah's. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's wickedness upon the earth.
2: <laughs> there was a lot of wickedness going on. A lot of crazy stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because that's what that's what we're getting into today with Genesis chapter 6. Dude,
2: still... The trip the trip sixes.
1: The trip sixes or the trip Yeah, the No, not the trip sixes. Don't go do that. <laughs> oh. No, that's the mark oh, of the beast. Yeah, no. it's the double, oh, that's it's, right, the that's double right. it's the double trends.
2: The, the double trend the trinities yeah,
1: six tuple six tuple b hit him with the double trend
2: yes <laughs> the double trend
1: <laughs> the double
0: trend
2: <laughs> and the double trend is six uh today's chapter
1: oh uh, yeah chapter 6 we're getting in yeah we're getting into it. this is this is where it starts to ramp up uh got to bit. put a ramp on the arc you know
2: yeah so um, we what do we say it was like 10 generations past uh adam no yeah i
1: think so yeah yeah i think so we don't we don't have to go through all the the lineage again (laughs) yeah that was
2: fun for the listener
1: uh yeah let's let's get into it so chapter six verse one and once again this is i'm reading from the king james chapter six verse one and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and they took them wives of all which they chose. So this is, this is where men start getting uh, aroused. It sounds like,
2: and it sounds a little aggressive.
1: Yeah. This is the, the, this is sort of the, the beginning of boobs and butts guys. You know, ogling women looking at them, going, "Hey, have you guys ever noticed that these uh these broads are fair? That's a, <laughs> that's a fair, that's a fair woman over there."
2: Dude, they are. My nurses were attractive, like they were. <laughs> see those girls over there? They're attractive. Yeah, they're fair. Yeah. Some fair maidens.
1: Yeah, that's that. That's what I'm interpreting from this is that. Now there's more and more people, and what's what they're noticing um, sociologically now is that men are uh, sexually attracted to women. Yeah, you know,
2: big time. Well, (laughs) that it's that last little part that bothers me. And they took as their wives any they chose. It's like uh this might be a little bit more like a force.
1: They took them you know wives of all which they Yeah, I mean, I don't think women had a lot of agency at this time. So if you were a man, dude, that would have been nice, dude. If you're a man, you just go up to a woman and be like, Hey, uh, you're my wife now. <laughs> Says who? Me, I'm a man.
2: That's what that's I think that's exactly <laughs> what they're saying. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're coming with me yeah and there were no yes, there were no dude.
1: no laws written yet that you couldn't have multiple wives so you could just go around and be like you, you as
2: well <laughs> you're my wife you're my wife hey you're my wife
1: yeah you think it was ever like netflix where it's like you have too many options or you're just like Man, there's no (laughs) so (laughs) many so many women, but none that I really want to have sex with right now.
2: (laughs) All those women are, yeah,
1: no, yeah, maybe there's probably guys today who have that issue. Not I, uh,
2: well, when you don't have to fight for them, it says, uh, I mean, that must have been a lot easier, yeah, (laughs) um, when they weren't given a lot of lip.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the only lip they were given was between their legs. If you know what I mean,
0: <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ooh, I got me good all right i can't laugh at that I Can't laugh at that nah,
1: that's that's sinful that's, that's car- carnal sin It's a good. gone
2: uh. so anyway so the sons of daughters were raping uh raping chicks
1: <laughs> you think you think it was that forceful
2: yeah 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 they took wives any they chose they saw they were they saw they were attractive and they were like uh, they they took they just took them took as their wives as they chose.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe they were being too forceful. And that was kind of what leads to God's decision as we go further on. Um, So uh, verse three and the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man for that. He also is flesh. Yet his days shall be in hundred and twenty years. So God, God has set upon uh, the age, the max. You're maxing out at one hundred and twenty. No more of this thousand years old. Yeah, nonsense. yeah,
2: yeah. That's too long for for men to be yeah. around because they're yeah. raping too much.
1: Yeah, he's creating like more of a distinction between himself and man, where it's like. I guess there was still some holdover from the Garden of Eden where people were living hundreds and hundreds of years. And God God was like, no, you can't be doing that. It's too yeah. long. Yeah, it's too long. Uh, but then again, 120 years, also a bit long, if you ask me. It's pretty long. It was a long time, dude. Yeah, if you see a 120-year-old today, they're like, they look like an Auschwitz victim. It's
2: yeah, they just, look rough.
1: They look crazy.
2: Well, it's always like somebody in, like, Indonesia...
1: Yeah, somebody in Indonesia who weighs like 60 pounds, and yeah, they they look like... like They're like
2: 126.
1: Yeah, they they look like the the sloth victim from Seven. Remember that?
2: Yeah, yeah. And they go to that
1: guy's apartment, and they think he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) That's what every 100... Anyone who's over 100 now just looks like that guy.
2: Well, again, can you imagine like how much your your body's in pain if you're like a 90-year-old person, and you're like 90... Imagine being in that much pain at ninety and then being like, all right, I've got another thirty years to go.
1: Oh, dude. I mean, imagine imagine being in mild pain in your thirties and being like, oh I, got so, I still have so much even I if have, I live
2: I still to, have five years.
1: Even if I live to just fifty, I still have twenty years of this life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Shoot, I'm only fifteen away from it.
1: Oh, man, I'm 17. I'm 17 years old right
2: now. Yeah, it's cool. going. <laughs> you look great.
1: In my mind, I regressed after my brain accident. Uh, <laughs> this, and this is where we get into the Aronofsky territory. True. Because we go into verse four. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters, ooh, they came in. hmm of men and they bear children to them the same became mighty men which were of old men of renown uh so what what were the giants because
2: in the movie mine says mine says nephilim
1: nephilim i guess
2: uh, nephilim i guess some sort of a term for a hybrid uh god or man
1: yeah, because that was the that was the first in that movie. That was like the first thing. Giants. That was like a, a kind of a liberty he took, where it's like, okay, rock monsters.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> that, that was that was what I didn't like. But these were. But I mean, that's it,
1: that's in this verse.
2: I mean, giants. Yes. Yeah. So maybe. I mean, who knows what the giants look like? Because well, you it think it was has...
1: Hagrid? like a bunch of Hagrids? I think it was Hagrid's.
2: Yeah like Hagrid's (laughs) yeah that's a good example
1: maybe I mean but if they if they were part if they were Nephilim if they were part like a angel or whatever then they would be more great like grandiose and uh otherworldly than just Hagrid's
2: true true
1: they would be rock monsters
2: possibly possibly I suppose possibly
1: I do wonder I do want because like this is another example of just something, uh, just something crazy that's stated so matter of fact in yeah. in, in the Bible, where you you could gloss over this, but it's like, what does it? What does this mean? There were giants.
2: There were Nephilim on the earth those days, and also afterward. So a, even after these days, there were still some when the God when the sons of God see that's what it was, was weird the sons of god came into the daughters of man like and they bore children those were mighty men so it's like were those th- does he mean were like all of the people before this all giants
1: i, have like, no, I like, don't know like I, adam i don't know what the, no i don't know what this means
2: like what is adam and cain and all them and all that lineage what if they were all giants and what do they, like a, what do they mean
1: and what do they mean by sons of God, just like men, just the regular men?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It almost seems like they're more angelic or uh, have some sort of deity.
1: Were the giants plowing the women, the regular women?
2: Yes, that's what I think. Because it's like, he, that's what he says earlier. He says the sons of God saw that the daughters of man were attractive. That, so
1: that's how we get Samoans?
2: Because look, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man Were attractive, so it's almost like they're differentiating them between man, the sons of God, saw the daughters of man were attractive.
1: Yeah. So, oh, what if it's just what if it's just black guys that they're talking about?
2: Just they were like man, the biggest things we've ever seen. Yeah,
1: giants.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They were like they were just. Well, God wasn't having it. He said, "You're slanging too much D."
1: Yeah, God. That was what God was most upset about was race mixing. He's like, stop this! Yeah. You know what black people hate? Water, bodies of water. So I got I got a solution for you. Uh,
2: <laughs> it's about to start raining.
1: Yeah, it's about to, it's about to start raining, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I yeah. So it's, it sounds yeah, it sounds like the giants are the sons of God, and the giants were having relations coming uh they were coming in unto the daughters of man of men and they were having little like half breeds
2: so well it's almost like again like the sons of god maybe were like able in that or like you know like uh adam and and all them they may have been giants because then it says when man began to multiply on the earth and uh, daughters were born of them then the sons of god saw they were attractive so the one they all kept living because again they're all like a thousand so this whole time they're getting older and just seeing new chicks popping up into their 500s and they're just like dude let's do some of them too and oh so you think like... it, was,
1: it was like a bunch of pacinos like just like yeah, yeah. Pac- pacino just had a new baby
2: <laughs> yeah just constantly and so he was like all right 120 years he's
1: like this is gross
2: Yes, God are you I was sure like, you "This
1: kids, this age gap is unacceptable."
2: Yes, y'all do years
1: plus seven. <laughs> that's the eleventh commandment: half plus seven.
2: <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Half plus seven. All are right, you high hilarious. right now? Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was wondering. Dude. I was Can like, you tell? Jimmy seems stoned, dude.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I took an edible.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's from the, it's from the earth, brother. The hey. Lord, the <laughs> Lord put it in the earth. man. And then a, and then a Chinese company synthesized it or did whatever they do to make the yeah. edibles.
2: They sprayed something on there. I'm sure it's probably K2.
1: Yeah. Probably. Ooh, taking me back.
2: You know, got me through. <laughs> hey, got me through probation. So
1: everybody i went to high school with the same yeah i got an ankle monitor i gotta smoke this uh chinese uh poison
2: spice they're called spice yeah yeah i would get
1: high i'd rather freak out for 20 minutes and then throw up
2: that sounds like a nice night
1: yeah i'd I'd rather smoke something (laughs) labeled potpourri Cause I got an ankle monitor on right we're taking,
2: now. We're taking a huge bong rips of K2. Want to come over? Oh, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. Done that. Same. We were, man, we we're hitting so bad. I, you, you remember in uh, dirty, uh, dirty work with Norm McDonald? Yeah. Remember whenever he eats those brownies and he goes into that weird fit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I look. He sees the <laughs> devil. Yes. That's how I look doing K- K2 too many times.
1: Oh yeah. I've been
2: there. I, I was like, ah, this is awful.
1: those those experiences were so bad sometimes i wonder if i never came out of it like the life i'm living is just an extended hallucination and i'll snap out of it and then i'm 18 again in my friend's garage and i'm just like (laughs) what dude what happened he's like yeah you know you took a couple big hits like a few minutes ago and you've just been spaced out and i'm like it's been 30 years in there
2: (laughs) it's a 30 years yeah oh my gosh well i can assure you you're not
1: okay what if that's sure what, is real what if that's what this life is you know when we pass away we we come out of a uh like a salvia trip in our real bodies you know
2: that'd be wild <laughs> well guess well maybe i'll see you there yeah maybe
1: <laughs> we're like something that was crazy yeah we're actually some kind of bug creatures you know
2: <laughs> yeah we, we thought we we're human
1: i dreamt i was some sort of Ape descended hominid. (laughs) Thank God,
2: but we're we're just rubbing antennas on each other.
1: Yeah, thank God. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we don't have vocal cords. We're just we're just rubbing antennas
0: to talk (laughs) to each other. That's cool. Yeah, we're just like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank God, we're still bugs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
2: <laughs> oh shit!
1: Um, Forgive me. <clears throat> let's see. Going on to verse five, and so, God.
2: There's crazy people.
1: <laughs> I'm not even stoned. I just you know, that was just a straight sober thought from me.
2: That's a good. That's a good one.
1: <laughs> Going on to verse five, and God <laughs> saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That's Jeez. not giving us a lot of credit. We can think of nice things.
2: Well, man, yeah, that's a rough amount of wickedness <laughs> on the earth.
1: Just, just every every man is just thinking about raping and murder. It's just like, man, they're not they're not having any good thoughts down there.
2: Yeah, not at all. Well, they're living too long. So, yeah, they're all just screwing and murdering. Yeah. Raping. Yeah, just, they're raping and murdering they're yeah, savages
1: it's just wickedness
2: yeah they're just pure savage just barbarians at this point
1: yeah i guess i guess too much like lead in the paint or something um just and... a lot
2: of questions for him too i mean just beginning of man What? The, who's right you know everybody's oh. exploring tons of questions
1: oh yeah yeah and there was no direction like there was no there was no religion or any sort of guidance yet unless i mean maybe god I, I guess god was still part of the earth or maybe talking to some people but it's it sounds like it was just the just wild it was just, you know the the wild wild times
2: yeah because well it, it is you know earlier in verse three says the lord says my spirit shall not have abide man forever for he is flesh so it's like he it's almost like his spirit himself left us so it's like that's whenever he did yeah like you said he kind of disassociated it from us a little bit more you know he separated himself from us because we were so wicked
1: yeah so without his like direct guidance no nobody has any religion or any sort of like parameters by which they live their lives so it's just pure just the only uh thing that resides within the hearts of man is evil
2: evil no continually
1: moral, no moral compass on any of these people
2: yeah it's crazy what a crazy time
1: we're getting you know we're getting back to that you know took, they took prayer out of the schools
2: and hey we that's how it starts
1: <laughs> and then we go on to verse six and it repented the lord that he had made man on earth and it grieved him at his heart uh so he start he's starting to regret this decision and the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. So the, fir- the first three chapters is-, is creation. God is laboring over creating everything. And then by chapter 6, he's hitting the reset button on the N64. He's just he's like, alright, we need like, dude, I'm not happy with how this is going. <clears throat> so, it's t- it's time to, it's, we need to do, we need to take a mulligan on this one. It's time for a do-over.
2: Yeah, that is crazy. And also, how come the animals got, the animals uh, get thrown in, too, with us?
1: Yeah, that is, that is crazy. That he's, he's, yeah, he's just, on I mean, it. he's just like clean slate. It would be, it would be more difficult to try and pick and choose. Animals,
2: know. too. And, and they're like animals are like what what the what are we what are you talking about what are we yeah, do? What, yeah just dogs are like what if what do we do we're a man's what, best friend what are you talking about man you yeah you're best friends with
1: evil okay
2: you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> told us to be friends with them
1: yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's this is this is the, be- the beginning of the the jealous vengeful god yeah the, the,
2: the, the god that's not too friendly
1: yeah the, <clears> the one that would the one that you fear
2: the wrathful um, God.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, this is this is a very wrath. This is wrath. The, this is the, the, the wrath is coming. Um, because then we go we go on to verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord.
0: Hmm.
1: These are the generations of Noah. Noah was just a man and perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God, and Noah begat three sons: Shem, Ham, kind of ironic considering they're not really supposed to eat pork and Japheth the earth also was corrupt before God and the earth was filled with violence and God looked upon the earth and behold it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth uh so they're they're really they're really hammering, really laying <laughs> it into us with the the corruption.
2: Yeah, they're going back to how it was earlier in Genesis. Just yeah, saying the same thing, flip flopped.
1: Yeah, very redundant. A lot of a lot of repetition there.
2: Earth was corrupt in God's sight, filled yeah. with violence. It was corrupt. All flesh had corrupted their way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, did, it didn't take too long. Nope. Uh, <laughs> And we go on uh we go on to verse 13. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no Noah was Noah was becoming the first weekend warrior. The first DIY guy.
2: They make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch.
1: Yes. I don't know what pitch means.
2: No. But gopher wood, interesting choice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that is either. I don't, I don't know, know what gopher wood is. is. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it sounds like good wood though. Gopher yeah, Wood? It sounds like good stuff.
1: I thought go gopher I thought gophers were one of the beasts. I didn't know they grew on trees.
2: Yeah. They do.
1: You know, I thought they danced at golf courses and
2: <laughs> the gophers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thought... Dude, just watched that movie again recently and uh it holds up. It's
1: so good well caddyshack is good. It's not a controversial opinion, I don't think. No,
2: no, I suppose not. <laughs> i got more hot takes if you want them
1: yeah like
2: what um <laughs> there's gonna be a flood
1: yeah we're getting to that <laughs> then we go on to verse uh 15 and this is the fashion which thou shalt make of it make it of the length of the ark shall be 300 cubits the breadth of it 50 cubits and the height of it. Thirty cubits. Oh, so this is the this is the first math equation. This is the beginning yeah. of math.
2: <laughs> if Noah had three hundred cubits,
1: yeah, <laughs> this is w- w- length times width times height I'm trying to yeah. find the area of the arc.
2: Yeah, yeah. Which they, they tried to recreate using these uh, old parameters. I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know what a cubit is. I know. Yeah, I know but... about cubert. I, you know, I know about cubert.
2: You know what? Let me see if there might be a
1: Cubone, the Pokemon. Cubone. Yeah.
2: I don't know that guy.
1: Yeah, he's the Pokemon that has like a skull mask and he throws a bone at you. I don't, but yeah, I don't know what a cubit is. Let me look it up. Cubit, uh, an ancient measure of length, approximately equal to the length of a forearm. It was typically about 18 inches or 44 centimeters, though there was a long cubit of about 21 inches or 52 centimeters. So wait, if this thing is 300 cubits long.
2: It's about two feet. <laughs> no, two feet so it's about two, almost less than two feet a cubit.
1: Yeah, so it's 18, 18 inches times 300.
2: <clears throat> so a foot and a half. So what, So, so 450 that's... feet?
1: It's it's fifty four hundred inches and there, there's what twelve inches in a foot, so it's it's only four hundred and fifty feet long.
2: So that's like a so that's um it's like four and a was, half
1: football no
2: that's like more than a football field. It's I more of
1: yeah it's like because was a, fu- a football field's a hundred yards.
2: Yeah, so about three hundred feet.
1: Yeah, so, so it's like
2: a little bit longer than a football field.
1: It's 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 about. One hundred and fifty feet longer, so it's it's a one and a half football fields.
2: Um, right. so exactly, yeah, that's pretty long.
1: I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty long. Was the how Was the Titanic that big?
2: Well, in fifty cubits uh, wide and uh, thirty cubits high, so forty five feet tall. And
1: so the the Titanic was eight hundred and eighty-three feet long. Just to give you some perspective.
2: was how long? Eight
1: hundred and eighty-three feet. So okay. it's the arc is is, is much smaller. Yeah, it's like half of a Titanic thereabouts. A little bit little bit longer than half of a Titanic. Um interesting. Yeah. So yeah, it's not I mean it's not that big.
2: It's not that big, but it's also not holding three thousand people or four thousand people.
1: No, but it is holding Noah and his family, and what you know we'll find out two of every animal.
2: And a lot of animals. That's a lot true. Of animals. That's a lot to keep up with.
1: Yeah. But I mean, relatively speaking, with like what we have which animals. That... Yeah, because like what do we uh, what do we I have now? How, let's see what the biggest uh <laughs> let's see how long is the biggest ship in the world the c wise giant is one thousand five hundred and four feet long so that's i mean that's how many arcs is that that's uh that's it's like almost three and a half arcs the sea wise giant which is i guess the biggest ship ever there you are dang dang can you hear me yeah what's up
2: my bad uh i was gone for a second i didn't hear any of that
1: you didn't hear about the sea wise giant
2: nope
1: so the big the biggest ship it looks like is the c the sea wise giant uh the tt sea wise giant Earlier, Opama, later, Happy Giant, Jare Viking, Knock Nevis, and Mont was a ULCC super tanker that was the longest self propelled ship in history, built in 1974 through 79 by Sumitomo Heavy Industries in Yokosuka, Kanagawa, Japan. And it is 1,504 feet long.
2: 1,500?
1: One thousand five hundred four feet. So it's wow. it's roughly it's three point three four two arcs. That's a lot. Yes, yeah, a lot. Of, so yeah.
2: So okay. It's it's all right, and that was a cargo ship, probably. Is that what it said?
1: It's um a super tanker. So whatever whatever that means.
2: Super tanker. Some it's hauling something.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um it's not not the largest ship by gross tonnage is what it says uh folks you're listening to boat talk,
2: talk boat. Boats. i could throw that b on the end of this thing
1: <laughs> yeah yeah septuple b
2: yeah septuple and boats yes.
1: boat and boats
2: and boats <laughs> um, oh that's good
1: yeah then we we go to verse 16 A window shalt thou make to the Ark, and in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the Ark shalt thou set it, set in the side thereof, with lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. Uh, So, I mean, God's just giving him schematics. Like, this is just a blueprint. You know, go to the Home Depot, go to the Home Depot, get you some gopher wood, and, you know, do a little DIY. A little Bob Vila.
2: Check this um, out. I'm going to show you how to make a. I mean, because think about it. Whoever did come up with the first idea of the, of the boat was, I mean, he was probably like, "Yeah, God told me." Yo, like, what's up?
1: Boats Clutch. are boat. I mean, honestly, boats are awesome. It's amazing that they work because they're so heavy, but they float on the water. Yes.
2: So to figure that out, you would be pretty much like, "Yeah, I mean, I had a vision from God," and people would be like, "Yeah, I believe it."
1: Like on, honestly if if I didn't know that there were people who knew math and science and I saw a boat I would I would assume like oh this is some sort of like divine object like this is supernatural in its origin cuz mm-hmm. I mean how could something this big and heavy float on the water this is crazy
2: Yeah you wouldn't yeah I mean like who would who would really chance wasting time building something like that because they would probably be thinking this will never like you said yeah it's a, it's incredible
1: inc- boats are incredible you know this is i mean this is scratching the little the autism part of my brain where it's like we take it for granted but boats are pretty awesome
2: boats are amazing and we totally need them
1: yeah and it would be it would be like those stories like you know those i don't know how true this is but those stories of like the like indigenous people like natives who, when they first saw boats, they just could they just like couldn't comprehend what it was that they were looking at. When like the uh, colonists and, and like Europeans first came over here to America, hmm. the the natives were just like, "Whoa, what? It? I don't even know what this is."
2: Yeah, I think mean, it's huge, yeah. those, those giant sails on them. I mean, we've yeah. come so far with boats. Like, have
1: you have you seen have you seen Apocalypto?
2: Yes, yeah, that remember, scene is great at the very yeah. Remember end the age.
1: end of it. Where- it's yes. like that. the he's get he's it, it's it's coming to this like showdown between Jaguar Paw and this rival tribe. And then the other tribesman just falls to his knees cuz he sees a boat. And he's like, "Yo, what is this?
2: Yeah, what what are we looking at right here?" Yeah. Yeah, it's a crazy scene. It's a great movie.
1: Yeah, oh, dude. I mean, it's <laughs> Apocalypto's like
2: the best movie ever. Excellent movie.
1: I love that movie.
2: So good. Yeah, um, man,
1: I mean, that's why I'll always love Mel Gibson for that.
2: Oh, yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, he, he knocked that one out of the park,
1: dude. It's just, it's just like, yo, you're telling me that Mad Max directed this? That's crazy. <laughs> he's got this in him and yeah. he's anti Semitic. I mean, what a complicated <laughs> guy. That's funny. Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah, but boats are cool, and boats this, are cool. Yeah, and it's clearly this I don't know if there were boats prior to this, but well, this particular boat is is divine. Like this is divine inspiration.
2: Yeah, I mean, maybe they hadn't really um, needed boats yet because maybe you know they just knew where all the waters were. They were still exploring probably the land that they were in.
1: Oh, they probably so, yeah, they probably didn't even know about the ocean.
2: Yeah, well, and if they did, they're probably just like, okay, there's a border. So yeah. we stop and now we go look around north. Yeah, you know, they just you don't, saw the, you, they you just don't saw think the ocean.
1: Yeah, they saw the ocean and they were like, yo, don't even go near that, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. the reasonable response. Like, it's a
2: reasonable response. You don't yeah, know anything to, about boats. To look I'm at pretty, the ocean, you
1: know, to, 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 for anybody to look at the ocean and think to themselves, I got to get in there. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> that's yeah, you, insane. You would try it one time and it would kick your ass and you might drown and if you don't drown you'll be like okay note to self don't ever try that again ever
1: yeah yeah exactly and is like you know these store like that story of that like uh submersible those billionaires when that like submarine oh, like imploded it's like yeah i mean we've been knowing don't go into the ocean
2: yeah it, it's very dangerous in the yeah. ocean
1: it's literally the scariest place on earth yeah. It's just the, the entire ocean.
2: And so think about that. I mean, if only like 10 generations have passed, right? So you say maybe like maybe a thousand years total past, maybe more. Um, maybe like 1500 or something.
1: Something like that. Yeah.
2: I mean, it would take a long time for everybody to like discover the land. They, yeah. they currently even had they were getting around, setting up and settling, and starting families and figuring stuff out, and you know, yeah, trying to trying to figure out fire.
1: Oh, I bet fire was a big one.
2: That was a huge thing. I don't mean, how did they even figure out fire? Who discovered that? That's great.
1: Who knows, dude? Prometheus. So Greek. Yeah. So Greek mythology says
2: what? Did, what did they? What did he do?
1: Stole fire from the gods and then mm. the gods punished him for it because they didn't want humanity to have it mm. yeah which is you know yeah sort of sort of the same idea idea is like the garden of eden and the forbidden fruit where it's like here's this one thing that we just don't want y'all to have and then we took it and so, mm. you know we suffered for it but Prometheus actually got strung up and was made to for like a like some bird or some big bird to come and like rip his guts out every day and then he would heal up and it would just happen every day for eternity. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then in God of War two, you kill him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who do you kill?
1: Prometheus. There's oh, a part, okay. there's a part in God of War two where you come up on Prometheus and, uh, Kratos kills him. Hmm. Finally, that's nice. Yeah,
2: That's his misery. A, his
1: a rare skin. act of benevolence for Kratos in those days, but didn't mean anything that Kratos would kill anything in his path. So it just you know, it was, it was a part part of his quest to um, just destroy the gods. You hmm. know, he wasn't doing it out of oh, out of any sort of. Benevolence, or trying to end Prometheus's suffering, it just needed to be done. To yeah. yeah, Um But Kratos has softened up since those days. He he's a softy now.
2: Yeah, don't, he doesn't do much.
1: No, he's li- he's living in like Scandinavia or like you know Nor Norway, like Norse lands, and he's got a son, and he's he's he regrets those days.
2: That's nice. Yeah, <laughs> he sounds like he's caring now.
1: Yeah, have you have you not played any of the new God of Wars?
2: No, no I never played any God of Wars.
1: Oh, really? Yo, dog, dog, you love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's per perfect for an edible, for sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. All right.
1: Yeah, I would. I would highly recommend at least. Highly. I would highly recommend playing all the main ones, but if you don't want to spend that much time, at least at least play part three before you start on the new ones.
2: All right. Yeah. I'll have to get some.
1: Yeah. But I would recommend one, two, three. And then the new one that came out like 2018 called God of war. And then the sequel to that is God of war Ragnarok.
2: That sounds like a lot to do. What is it on
1: PlayStation four and five? I
2: have to get a PlayStation.
1: Okay, well, never mind then. Just, just, watch, just watch people play it on YouTube or something.
2: Well, no I want to play it.
1: It's good, dude. It's good.
2: Uh... <laughs> Can't be like, hey, Jamie, you got to do this like $1,000 awesome thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, um, just watch it on YouTube.
1: And so moving on to... That's what I do with most video games now. Is I just watch it on YouTube. Uh, but we move on to verse 17. And behold, And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wife, and thy sons' wife with thee.
0: What?
1: <laughs> 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 it's like no, it's just like I get it. My sons, my wife, and me. All their,
2: all their kids, like, like my family. Yeah, my full family can go right. My all my family, my descendants of my family. Okay, yes, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, God's like your sons and your wife, and your sons and your wife, and you, <laughs> your,
2: your sons' wives, and your sons' wives' sons.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was a, like, cool. Yeah, that was, that was a crazy sentence. <laughs> uh. And then we go to 19, and of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort, shalt thou bring into the ark, to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female, two genders. Of fowls after <laughs> 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 of yeah. fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind, two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him. So did he. Um, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to see how this can be confusing. For people in the church, it's just very redundant the way that some of these sentences are structured.
2: Yeah, I mean, especially the King James. I mean, the ESV is a little bit better, but there are still some parts that uh, it is that makes it confusing. You know, yeah. But uh, no, it does say uh, um, every sort of every sort into the art to keep them alive with you they shall be male and female. So it definitely, uh, uh, answers that question right up. Doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Two genders for sure.
2: And um, also the evolution thing a little bit, you know, according to its kind. Yes. You know, so it's, they're not evolving. Well, maybe on a, I don't know, you know, is that what it's saying?
1: Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. Necessity is the mother of invention. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, you know, with this cataclysm, you have like a small percentage of the population of all life left, the, existing on this ark, And presumably God's plan is for this selection of people and creatures to then repopulate and so they te- they teach you you know this is where science and faith intersect uh they do teach you that with uh inbreeding i guess would be the the word i would use that there would have to be in in this instance that it um like breed, breeding within a sort of stagnant population like this is how you get like mutations so there i mean i don't know there might be, this, there might have been mutations within DNA and stuff that, uh, are, yeah. you know, created different genetic factors. This might, and this might just be the origins of like Down syndrome.
2: Yeah, it, it is interesting too, because, too, you know, because if before this, if he had all those Nephilim around, right, he had all those giants and like those maybe half breeds of whatever they were, maybe like. Um, the people who had like God's spirit or His like true breath of life before, like these other people who didn't, right? That came like like Noah's family, like yeah. they did, they were so far removed at that point. They're just like man. They're just regular mankind. So God's like, I'll bring a flood to destroy all flesh, which is the breath of life under heaven. So like. It is interesting that he's like he's trying. He's like, I'm going to get rid of that, and then it's just going to start over now from you and y'all's people who've never seen it and weren't aren't affected by it. Yeah, it is odd.
1: Yeah, it's it, Yeah, this whole thing is the whole thing is odd because at the time of Adam and the creation days, there it's kind of ambiguous as to like who was milling around like how many people there actually were at that time but with this and and, and, i mean even if you take the creation story at face value the the subtext would be that there's like a lot of inbreeding happening by necessity Mm -hmm. to actually populate the earth but there's there is kind of this ambiguity in those early chapters that there might have been more people um right but this explicitly states that God is saying, "I'm getting rid of everybody except for you and your family and the animals that you bring on board this boat." So, there is like, but like by necessity, there is going, there has to be inbreeding that happens after this, which would, if we, you know, going off of what science and evolution teaches us, if these things are to go hand in hand, uh, faith and science does cause genetic mutations because like
2: mm-hmm.
1: for any sort of like genetic stability to happen to yeah. make, you know what well, we even know at now this point,
2: even at this point starting over with Noah's family I mean his son's wives are coming so like really the biggest breakdown could be those those sons sons which would be you Noah's know, grandkids and those technically would be cousins of their, you know what I mean and so those cousins would definitely at that point start inbreeding in that way so maybe that's what's crazy it's like it's still going the inbreeding route by doing this just yeah. you know, with cousins so maybe it's better than siblings maybe but yeah it is kind of interesting
1: yeah and that that would I mean honestly like scientifically speaking that would be a factor in um like decreasing life expectancy like if if prior to this there was all this genetic variation and people were like thriving and blossoming and the new earth that was just created then there there, there might have the people might have been living longer lives and god is saying here i'm cutting everyone's life short 120 years max and if if you were to like transpose that to any sort of like scientific studies, yeah, the, this sort of like stagnant genetic uh, pool would would cause like these genetic these like complications and um, could could like moving forward, you know what I mean, be like the impetus for lowering life expectancy because now, yeah. Uh, the overall like DNA of people is weakened by this um, inbreeding that, that has to happen.
2: Yeah, and well, and just like all out, like almost tyranny. You know what I mean? Because it is weird. Because even so, it's like he. So are we to take it that he lowered the life expectancy to one hundred and twenty, and then they just still were just terrible, even dying at one hundred and twenty. Yeah. And then there he's like Ali, ah, like even that's not slowing him down. I'm about to like wipe him all out and start over.
1: Yeah, it's um dude. Yeah, I don't know what his plan this seems short-sighted. <laughs> to be honest with you, this seems kind of short-sighted.
2: This is all happening so quickly. Yeah. I mean, it must have been really bad. I mean, maybe he did, maybe he yeah, had maybe he didn't want giants roaming around and uh yeah tons of inbreeding and killing i mean wickedness just straight wickedness
1: yeah i don't i don't know what's going on it's is yeah i wonder like what, what was going on at that time why was it? was it that bad
2: I mean, would... it said that, it said the God regretted having man made on the earth, and it grieved him in his heart. So I mean, they were only evil continually. Even now, we're not only evil continually, are we? Like some would maybe, say, we are. Maybe some people. Yeah, I mean, I would say some people. Maybe not everyone at least not continually
1: some yeah. would say that the the truth that lies within the hearts of all men is is violence and a propensity for evil hmm. and it's only through god that we are able to um you know combat that darkness
2: yeah i i agree with that i agree with <laughs> that but i also you also could be said that um god's just general grace on the earth makes worse things not happen
0: right you know yeah there's
1: a lot to think about because you know you see it you still see it there's so much evil out there
2: it's just constant
0: Mm mm-hmm
1: it's um makes you makes you think
2: yeah, it does, and then it's like, what's <laughs> what's from what's from having another flood happening to us?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we're jumping ahead, but he he says he'll never do that again. As, oh yeah, he does say I that. that is that's like, true. So the
2: rainbow but, is. That's right. Well, oh yeah, I forgot there is. And then and finished.
1: then what what happens? The, the gays took it.
2: Yep, they, took the they did. They took it <laughs> instead <laughs> of Skittles.
1: And skit the gays and Skittles. And Skittles did, too. (laughs) Which I feel
2: like Skittles is kind of a gay thing anyway.
1: Yeah, I don't really like Skittles, to be honest with you, so.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, it sucks that it's it's kind of a um, lower-tier candy that adopted the rainbow. I'll eat Skittles. I'll eat them.
2: Someone gives me a pack of Skittles. They're going down.
1: I prefer licorice and,
2: Mm. you know, gummies. Yeah, I like gummies. Wait, licorice? You like you like Twizzlers?
1: Twizzlers, I my favorite. I would say is Wiley Wallaby Australian licorice, which is like a a thick chode. You know
2: what's the flavor?
1: Strawberry, watermelon, cherry. Mm. It Comes in different flavors. That's probably my favorite. Twizzlers are are too kind of plasticky almost. Wait, um, what
2: are, what's, where do I have to buy this stuff?
1: Wiley Wallaby. I yeah. see it at the Dollar General. I see the gas stations. It might be a regional thing. I don't know. It's good. Uh, there's mm-hmm. another. There's another brand that's really good that I can't remember, but it's a fancier brand. Um. Yeah. Twi- Twizzlers, in terms of licorice, are definitely a lower tier. They're just the most popular. There's better licorices out there for sure.
2: I'm gonna try a watermelon uh, licorice. And, Dog. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I if I like it. Usually I'm not a big licorice fan, but uh maybe I've been eating the wrong kind of licorice.
1: It's, it's so good. Watermelon licorice is so good.
2: Well, uh, so this is weird. I hate watermelon, but I love artificial watermelon.
1: Of course. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I like watermelon, but I, I certainly really enjoy watermelon
2: flavored candy. Yes. It's it's, it's good. the best. It is good.
1: I love candy. <laughs> candy rules. Dude, candy's awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got to have something.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah you're dude. you're you're just high right now. I'm actually yeah. ag- I'm I am i am i can not do anything. So it is like you know candy and Arizona teas. Yeah. And uh, I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper right now.
2: I broke my fast last time. I don't, last time I think I did it. I hadn't broken my fast yet, but I was going uh, like no. Uh, alcohol or weed or cigarettes and i caved on all of them but uh we're still trucking
0: okay
1: don't hey just pray for forgiveness
2: yes yes that's important that's um
1: so the yeah but the, the flood is coming uh god gave noah the uh the ikea manual for this ark yeah pretty um, nice
2: pretty nice instructions yeah and he's like they're all they're all going to come to you he said yeah and every living thing
1: it does it does say in, in verse 21 this is kind of odd because it does say and take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten and thou shalt gather it to thee and it shall be for food for thee and for them but it's like the, the food that eating is like, well, that's also the animals. So, like, what do you want? What am I taking?
2: Was, uh, well, I guess at this point they weren't. Um, I think that's what he's trying to say. Like, obviously, like, you don't don't eat these animals.
1: Yeah, but there were there were no preservation methods at this time. So is God saying, like, be sure to take some like steaks and chicken breasts and it's like well i got no i got no way to keep those fresh like those that's all gonna go bad in like a day
2: i don't know yeah that's I don't a good know. point that is a good point because yeah the produce would be bad the pro every
1: everything's gonna go rotten pretty quickly i mean even if you if you buy vegetables and just put them in the crisper drawer in your fridge
2: yeah they go bad in a week
1: oh they turn black and get slimy pretty quickly
2: yeah you know i've never really thought about that and, and This is jumping ahead, too, but they were on the ark for a year. You know, it rained for 40 days. Everybody knows that, but 40 days, 40 nights. But they were on the ark for a year. So, yeah, they what were they eating? I mean, unless...
1: I think they were looking at each other like a cartoon and someone's head turns into a cheeseburger.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, you don't need that many suns.
1: Yeah, Noah's looking at his wife and sons, and one one person's head turns into a chicken leg. (laughs) he's
0: just
2: like he's like, they've been sucking on this watermelon licorice for six months.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Um, yeah, this is this is powerful stuff.
2: This is Um, crazy. I mean, yeah, quite a quite a response from God after, like you said, just a few short chapters of man.
1: Yeah, he worked so hard on this and is just like start, you know, start over.
2: Yeah.
0: Flip
1: the, flip the Monopoly board over.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it is crazy.
1: But I know that feeling. I know that feeling when it's, you're just too in the weeds, everything's too messy. And it's like it would be it would be better just to burn this, burn this down and start over than to try and fix this. You know i've been there i'm there now in huh? my life we all have our own floods personally metaphorically speaking like we all have yeah. moments we all have those times in our lives that are our own floods where it's like just everything is you know comes uh pouring down on us hmm. and it's it's only through god's uh grace and divinity that we we uh survive you know i think that's the takeaway here is yeah. um uh, you know noah walked with god and i don't know to to what degree that's literal uh it might be saying that noah walked with god in spirit that he was just a righteous well, man
2: righteous man a blameless in his generation and yeah. which his generation was full of wickedness right in, in, in the earth so maybe just a person abstaining from wickedness
0: yeah know?
1: but i think i think that is the kind of the takeaway here like metaphorically is that one who walks with god uh can be saved by him even through the most perilous of
2: circumstances the flood could come
1: yeah because the the flood came in my life You know, and I only started to see a light at the end of the tunnel when I picked up the good book. You know, so I think that's I think that's like what we're what the what we're supposed to take away from this parable. This story is that to to walk with God is to receive his grace.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean.
1: In spite of, he,
2: he made a covenant with them.
1: Yeah, in spite of the evil and wickedness that resides in our hearts.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, and, and again, like it's a and it's a promise. Yeah. You know, like making a covenant.
1: Yeah, because he, though, he, the, look, though Noah were perfect, he was still susceptible to that evil and wickedness that's still there within him. He, he just cast it aside and, and you know, and did not give into those um, proclivities and chose instead to walk with God. But being a flesh, being a man, he easily could have been just as evil
2: as oh, anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, he could have been however wicked they were, you know? I mean, he was, Yeah. yeah he was surrounded by it as it was but he yeah he chose to walk alone i'm sure his family probably got laughed at or picked on you know i'd imagine yeah he's jewish thinks he's a goody two shoes keeps his family away (laughs) he's probably pretty quiet like keeps his, you know you're not making a lot of friends walking the the good path
1: no it's it's always been a minority to to be righteous You're always kind of uh, on the outskirts, and that's why community is so important. Community, the community of the church, which is what we're building here, Um, because that's where you find the the other people who are at least trying to walk with God.
2: Yeah, very difficult, very difficult thing.
1: Yeah, and that's that's what that's what people were lacking at this time was that community. There was no church there was no place to go to receive guidance and so man's heart was wicked
2: yeah it's a a free for all is the wild west
1: yeah and so there was just this one guy and his family that were perfect or at least okay enough that god spoke to them and was like all right you guys are cool
2: yeah yeah you know he at least had some sort of set of moral he had some virtue yeah Which makes sense, though. He was, I mean, he came from the line of Adam. Well, I guess everybody did, but through the, through, uh, through Seth.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes, man. it's, it's amazing what you discover when you read the Bible. It's a living book. You know, you're always learning new things.
2: yeah man it's a dude noah's ark is legit (laughs) dude you are you're so stoned right now
1: (laughs) dude
2: you ever read the bible when you're high
1: yeah (laughs) i guess it's it's about as good as a any stand-up show where it's like stand-up but on weed yeah, yeah can you believe all these comedians are high folks
2: probably a little sacrilegious for sure maybe but uh
1: but i mean how many southern preachers are sipping a little bit of the the devil's juice during a sermon you know hitting the mason jar yeah
2: you know you know i'm not trying to hide it
1: there's you know all of us are hypocrites in our own way Uh,
2: especially especially people that that do try to walk a righteous like life because uh because what you're choosing to do day to day is like not go along with what everybody else does so easily in that. Well, obviously it offends people because it's like, you think you're better than us. It's like, it's, it's not about that, you know, cause it, makes, yeah. it does feel like that. Like, because I'm not participating or I'm not doing that we're celebrating this that i'm better than you it's not this is a me battle
1: yeah yeah we all have our own struggles and we're all trying to you know receive find and receive grace in our own way and some people are more lost than others but we're all human we're all god's children that's for sure i struggle with you know i don't imbibe mind-altering substances anymore except for i guess nicotine and caffeine sugar um but i certainly give in to pleasures of the flesh sure which i did uh, a couple times today so i'm right there with you brother
2: yeah (laughs) yeah i hear you well yeah i mean yeah it's it's uh but there's hope because he he makes a, a promise you know he makes a God does make a promise. You know, we yeah. made it. We made a covenant. He established it with Noah.
1: I will say, man, my church was absolutely right about that. That my church was like, when I was in a youth group, they were adamant about, like, hey, guys, whatever you do, just please do not start watching pornography. And then when I was like a teenager, like 16, you know, getting of that, like, that might even be too old, but, just, you know, that that age mm-hmm. when you start like really feeling it. I, I, that was when I started like casting it aside because I was like, yo, I have to look at some titties. Yeah. And, brother, yeah. it's it's been a dark, dark path for me, dude. I strayed from the path.
2: Dude, and... I mean, we have it so easy nowadays. Like, that's what's so crazy. Oh, like, dude. That, and that's what they're saying. Like, so why they say it's bad for you because it's like, dude, it's like, it's a, it's a sensory overload, you know? It's, it's so, it's, di- it's different than like peeping or you see some naked girl one time and of course as a kid you'll never forget it you know this is we have everything the most foul things at our fingertips
1: it's so unbelievably bad for you
2: it's just complete anything
1: yeah and the way it like rewires your brain and alters like everyone's perception of just uh you know sex you know that that which god provideth for us to procreate the, the the act of sex is every everybody's relationship with it now is so warped like dude it's crazy it's so bad for you to it is crazy yeah cuz like if you if you're watching all this pornography and then you're trying to court a woman you know if your um idea of what Uh, the physical act of lovemaking is is based in porn which for a lot of guys it is like a lot a lot of guys even guys who are like regularly having sex are still influenced by pornography that's that's so unhealthy
2: to yeah it, it creates impotence
1: it creates impotence and then it like what what you think of in in terms of like what a woman is and should be in the bedroom it, yeah it just it just messes with your head cuz like i have yeah, had like a
2: false sense of uh, false expectations
1: yeah i've i've had it so many times where i'm like talking to a girl and then the like all i can imagine you know like thinking of her is um Her being, you know, in the, in the bedroom with other guys or even with me is is just like having like pornographic thoughts, which is a very unhealthy way to approach, um, women and dating and trying to find a partner because I think, I think like most people probably don't behave that way when it comes to sex. Yeah. Um, and the women that do are, uh, not to be trifled with because they trifle in. Yeah
2: yeah Uh, well and and it's dead and it's more common like than ever
1: oh it's so so. common it's celebrated in in a very strange way and i'm i guess i'm like complicit in it doing what i do doing the uh the rack (laughs) reaction um because like i figured it out i figured out how to uh i think i figured out the sweet spot on that because it's like if I find a if I find an e girl, if I find some like lady on Twitter, or rather X, formerly Twitter, who has a big following but is not too popular, you know, like a hundred thousand followers, I'll do a video on her and then post it and tag her. And she's just at that sweet spot where she'll notice it and share it. So now a hundred thousand people see it. And that, you know, that works out well for me because I nice. that happened to me today i had one i had one kind of kind of go well good and and she made a re- this is the first time she made a response video uh which was nice where she was like really showing them off and i was like gotta go read the bible now it's yeah too, too tempting <laughs> but yeah i mean there are you know yeah. more more and more women are being encouraged it's,
2: oh yeah them. and it's everywhere online dude i mean just scrolling up through reels i mean like oh my gosh oh dude, dude. Yes. Like, so it's crazy so it's, it takes yeah, you down it's a whole
1: yeah just like regular social media is, is just like the preamble to mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just getting you you know um buzzed enough to be like well i guess i'm i guess i'm hopping over to x hamster now because yeah (laughs) i wasn't planning on this but good (laughs) lord look at the cheeks on that one
2: yeah it's crazy yeah it just takes over your mind you know
1: yeah and that's that's the wickedness in the world now that's the evil in our hearts is it's a big part of it because i mean it's also like you know these these women are like a lot of these women women who are pornographers you talk to them long enough and it's like the, what got them into this It there's some like crazy damage there there's something bad mm-hmm. happened
2: yeah yeah yeah. It's, it sucks
1: yeah because it is like it, there is that the, the element of it where it's like man if I was a woman with a, like just a decent body and I knew I could make like good money if I could make bank just doing OnlyFans like why wouldn't more women do this but I think it, it eats at your soul and it requires you to already kind of be broken. You even want to do that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I understand that like shaming somebody for it because it's like, you gotta do what you gotta do. But this act of like celebrating that like it's a good thing is odd.
1: Yeah. It's just, like, it, like, it is like whenever you go to like a cracker barrel and you see your server is just smoking hot and you're like, lady do you know how much money you can make doing yeah. OnlyFans? fans but it's like yeah. you know she might be a good christian girl it might be like hey i'd rather make slave wages at cracker barrel with my two-star apron than
2: yeah and honestly that's like pretty uh it's pretty noble i mean you think about it you know some many girls could do that you know if they you know maybe it, it weren't i guess so restricted i mean that's the way you would word it really you know but it's like yeah not necessarily because it is a it's an intimate thing yeah man
1: very um wicked times we live in
2: very wicked times
1: (laughs) but uh, hey at least another flood ain't coming
2: no at least we got the rainbows
1: yeah it'll just be thermonuclear destruction
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) It'll <laughs> be a well it won't be a flood
1: be a flood of fire, dude won't be a flood
2: yeah yeah exactly but uh but hey he made a covenant with noah,
1: yeah we'll get yeah, we're gonna get there, we'll get there in the coming weeks yeah we're we're just we're still just in the beginnings of genesis we still have a, a you know a good solid year left of this book um yeah, <laughs> do you have anything you want to plug? Coldplay
2: we'll two. It. Yeah, actually, Coldplay Two is gonna be performing at the Addison Improv. Oh uh, January seventh.
1: Nice so Sunday.
2: Yeah, get your tickets online. Um, Addison Improv um January seventh. Coldplay two is gonna be headlining. So really I'm really excited. Nice. Um check us out. Coldplay two band is our Instagram handle okay banned. yeah
1: and uh as for me folks just keep watching everything on the billionaire podcast network a-ching Bing, 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 Did, did you fill her up A subsidiary of corn fed industries uh yeah keep keep watching these stay tuned for more uh bible uh blessed billionaire boys backyard bible bonanza and boats and um except <laughs> tuple for the time being <laughs> um and yeah rack reactions trying to post trying to post at least one a day um you know content uh yeah and just tell folks tell your friends share it online that that the that this exists that this channel exists that we're doing this uh jamie will get paid when when we get paid i'll I'll, I'll make sure That's I'm here
2: guys the money
1: I'll make sure everyone on the on the billionaire podcast network, ching, fill her up, uh, subsidiary cornfed industries. I'll make sure everyone gets paid. Um. So yeah, speaking of, you sweetheart. know, when the collection plate comes your way, folks, uh, you know, if you can leave a little tithing, patreon.com dot nice. com slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. I right,
2: do uh, the church guys.
1: Yeah, that's patreon.com slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. For as little as $5 a month, you'll gain access to all the premium episodes and bonus content that we got on there. We also have a $10 tier, $15 tier, $25 tier gets you the Fraternal Order of Cornfed decal after three months. So it is $75 for a sticker. Once again, that's patreon.com slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. Everybody bow your heads. We're going to pray. Heavenly Father, We thank you for this day, uh, for it was not promised to us, uh, and what a blessed day it is. Thank you for all of the uh, blessings you have showered and continue to shower upon us. Uh, We know that it is only through your love and grace and the uh, sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, that we are able to be absolved of our sins and uh, one day enter into the kingdom of heaven. Uh, and we thank you for uh, b- blessing us with that, and we, we thank you for uh, blessing us with prosperity here on earth. For we know that your favor only comes through walking with you and uh, reaching out to receive your uh, grace. Um, so we, we just we just want to we just want to say uh, thank you so so much for the love and blessings and grace and divinity, and though we. Uh, cannot see you or hear you or interact with you physically, corporeally. We know that you move through us in us with us and all around us. And, and we, we accept your divine presence. Uh, it is in Jesus name that we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. I almost lost it. You <laughs> <Is it> corporally. <laughs> uh it's always such a pleasure man
1: always a pleasure brother pastor jamie yeah uh folks uh my my flock uh thank you for joining us once again for another bible study with the blessed billionaire boys backyard bible bonanza and boats septuple b uh (laughs) thank you i love you blessed be blessings be upon you
0: I hold to the hand of my Savior and friend. He shields me from evil till danger's all end. He'll take me to heaven where voices now blend. I hold to the hand of my Lord. Daily I hold hold to the the scarred hand of my dear Lord, Savior and King. Till, till safe, I am saved in, in that glad home Where angels he, of God now praises sing, now sing he leads, Ever he leads, he leads me so gently, gently along still, Where sparkling pure waters still waters flow And tells, and tells me, of love, me of heaven I hold to His hand when the storm clouds arise, He speaks and the shadows roll back from the skies, Tis wonderful glory for our human eyes, I hold to the hand of my Lord, daily I hold hold to to the scarred hand, of Savior, my dear Lord, your and Savior and King Till, till stay, I am safe in that, seat, in that glad home Where angels he, of God angels now praises see, now sing he leads, Ever he leads, he leads me so gently, gently along where, where sparkling pure waters still, flow, still waters flow And, and tells, tells me of, love, me of Heaven me above me where I ever long to go, go. I hold to the hand that is steadfast and sure. No other foundation is ever secure. I look for the home that will ever endure. I hold to the hand of my Lord. Daily I hold to the scarred hand of my dear Lord, Savior and King. Till, till today, I am safe in that, scene, in that glad home where angels he, of God's praises sing, now sing. He leads, ever he leads me so gently, gently along where, where sparkling pure still waters flow and tells me, loves me of, love, me of heaven, heaven above where I where ever long, I long to go.